superpowers on the Super Power Up Podcast, the show that lifts the voice of love from orgasms to superpowers and everything in between. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sex, Love, and Superpowers Podcast show. I am your host, Tatiana Berende, and I am here today with Miriam Elise, and we are going to be talking about a very juicy topic, sex as medicine, the spiritual power of sexual practice. Miriam Elise is a licensed acupuncturist and sexual health coach, and she is also the founder of Pleasure as Medicine. She began practicing yoga and meditation at the age of 13 as a way to find peace and power in her body at a time when she was dealing with sexual harassment and emotional abuse. This is how her passion for healing began, focusing on releasing sexual shame and trauma and healing the body-mind connection. Her background is in psychology, traditional Chinese medicine and herbalism, women's sexual health, tantra yoga, and energy medicine. Today, Miriam teaches pleasure as medicine workshops every month all over California and leads group retreats to help women and couples embrace their bodies, feel connected to their sensuality, and deepen intimacy in relationships. So welcome to the show, Miriam. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming and joining us. And we're going to start off with our classic question because it's always a fun one to hear about different people's superpowers and love for you to take a moment and just share with our audience, what are your superpowers? What are my superpowers? That's a great question. Um, Being that I'm in the, the field of sexuality and health, I'd say that one of my, my strongest superpowers is, um, turning, (laughs) turning, turning struggle into gold. And that's something Mm -hmm. that I've, I've had to learn over years of, you know, trials and errors of being a human on this planet at this time, but finding a way to make something that even something that seems very difficult and challenging, something that leads you towards your highest growth. I love it. That's so beautiful. I got this image of, you know, in Rumpelstiltskin when the, she's spinning straw into gold when you said that. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a big, important um, superpower to have to be able to find the gold in the struggle. And it's so important. I was actually just talking to somebody about this on an interview, how, you know, we're going to have our struggles and we're going to have our challenges in our, in our lives. But if we can, it's all about how we relate to them. And, and how we're able to find the medicine within them. Right. So beautiful, beautiful. And speaking of medicine, um, I'm, I love the, the title of your business, Pleasure is Medicine. And, you know, we're talking today about the spiritual power of pra- sexual practice. And people don't often relate um, medicine and spirituality and I definitely do. I think the healing journey is is a very powerful spiritual journey. And I know in my own personal practice that sexuality is a healing practice as well. Um, I'd love to hear sort of what your what your work is like in that arena and how you how you really weave the the spiritual power of sexual practice into um, you know really elevating it as medicine and uplifting us in our consciousness. Yeah, great question. And and when you said um, you're saying that you don't necessarily connect medicine or healing with spirituality, and to me that's so much of what spirituality is about. And you know, the my superpower um, 
is the kind of the meeting point of healing and spirituality to me, being able to, being able to use anything as growth. Um, and to me, that's the true spiritual journey. And so yes, absolutely. I was saying that I think most people in our culture don't look at it that way. I absolutely do view it that way as well. Yeah. 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 You're, you're one of the awakened, one of the awakened few. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's more, I think there's more, I like to think there is more of us than, than, than is shown in the media. But We're a growing number. We're yeah, growing we are. Number. And thanks to, you know, um, things like this, where we can spread the, spread the word, more people are having access to this information in this way of life so it's really really beautiful work to be doing mm -hmm. so, um, so tell us how you work with people like you know who who comes to you why do they come to you for what and, and how do you work with them hmm. yeah well i'd love to um talk a little bit about the concept of of sex is medicine pleasure is medicine and and kind of take it from there um, let's do it yeah so, you know, this idea that, that everything, everything is spiritual, everything gives us the opportunity for growth, for spiritual growth. Um, oftentimes, you know, spirituality is seen as only, only the light chasers, only the ones who um, don't wear black, <laughs> they don't get messy, mm -hmm. they don't, they don't um, have wild, raw, animalistic sex or drink alcohol. <laughs> they don't eat meat, you know, and all of these things, I think it's a personal decision of how you want to live your life. But there's something that's innately not spiritual about avoiding any part of yourself. Mm, I love and, that. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And, and for so many, sexuality is something that they have either avoided or been ashamed of or um, been taught to repress due to religion or society or the parents or friends at school or whatever. Um, it's such a shadow for so many of us. And so, you know, doing, doing work around sexuality is, is less about having multiple orgasms and having the best sex of your life, even though that, that kind of happens naturally through doing this work. Um, I like to look at sexuality as a way to, to kind of heal the parts of yourself that you were told weren't, weren't good or weren't okay. Mm -hmm. no. and, and so a lot of people, a lot of women um, have trauma, a lot of men and women have trauma, sexual trauma, be it, you know, abuse or harassment or um, even growing up with a really heavy religious influence is going to kind of start to darkly color and make your, you know, make your sexuality kind of dark and murky. Um, and that affects everything in your life. The way that you relate to your sexuality is the relate, the way you relate to yourself. Absolutely. I agree with you. I agree with you entirely. And I think that's why this work is so important in this time right now. I'm all about going to the root cause. And I think that if, you know, if you can clean it up between the sheets, the what like the way that you relate to yourself, the way that you relate to your partner or others that you are engaging with sexually, you can line that up. Um, everything else in in life tends to line up too. Yeah, and it's counterintuitive because people a lot oftentimes people see sex as being the last thing they need to fix or take care of. Mm -hmm. It's seen as kind of a frivolous or hedonistic pursuit. 
when in reality, it's actually such a, a, an incredible part of the foundation of who you are, of how you relate to people, how you relate to your work and how you feel about yourself on a daily basis. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk about that a little bit more. Like, How have you found the sexual practice to be... Um, how, how do you guide people, I should say, is a better question, through their sexual practice to some of these, you know, higher spiritual places? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the, the first, you know, the first step with all this is clearing out any judgments that you have. Um, any, anything in your mind, basically, that you notice is kind of autoimmune. <laughs> it's, it's acting against yourself. It's acting against your true nature. And there's a lot of shame that comes up around sexuality. So it ends up kind of being this autoimmune voice that is attacking us from within. And noticing that, noticing where we have those internal um, judgments, you know, the self, self-reflected judgments, um, first clearing those away so that the real work can be done. And then, then I like to get into working with people's um, ability to turn their senses inward. So making the experience of um, even imagined sensation in the body um, bigger. So taking something that you, that you feel, maybe you feel a, a feather stroke on your, your forearm, you know, a very light brush of a feather on your forearm. And at the surface, you feel a tickly sensation on the forearm. And then a little bit deeper, you might feel a warmth spreading out throughout your whole arm and down to the palm of your hand. And on an even deeper level, you might feel calm and comfort and maybe even like feelings of love in your heart just from that one sensation. So that's one example of how we can take sensation and kind of go deeper beneath what's actually happening and how sensation, be it touch or smell or what we hear, um, actually affects us on such deep subconscious levels. Um, I love that. So you describe that in such a really beautiful way. I think it's true. We, it, it's what I'm, what I'm seeing your gift is, it's kind of like uncovering the layers and being able to, to go from what seems like a much more surface superficial layer and find the depth in it, find the meaning in it. It's really beautiful really beautiful yeah yeah thank you and it's something it's so much more than about that practice itself it's about unnumbing us unnumbing the adult you know as Mm -hmm. as children we feel everything we sense everything we're awake and alive in all of our senses and tends to happen that as we get older we kind of shut down and our our experience of life gets more and more narrow and we kind of compartmentalize everything And so a lot of this work with, you know, sexuality, sacred sexuality, um, the way that I work is about uh, becoming more sensitive to who you really are and what the world is really offering you. Mm. Mm. That's so beautiful. And it's so, I mean, in alignment with with the tantric understanding, the tantric way. Um, We need to take a quick break. And we've been talking with Miriam Elise about sex as medicine, the spiritual power of sexual practice. Before we go to break, Miriam, will you please let everybody know where they can find out more about you? Sure. You can go to my website at miriamelise.com. That's M-I-R-I-A-M-E-L-Y-S-E.com. 
And I also have a Facebook group called Pleasure is Medicine, where I post my workshops and educational material. Um, also on Instagram is Pleasure is Medicine, all one word. And that's, I, I love posting a lot of inspired material and beautiful pictures on, on that site as well. Beautiful. Thank you. So check her out, her website, follow her on social media. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into this conversation about sex as medicine and the spiritual power of sexual practice when we get back. So stay tuned. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. All right, and we're back. Um, now, sometimes I let my curiosity uh, get the better of me in these conversations, which is part of why it's just really fun to have a podcast show, <laughs> because I have a question that I want to ask you just as, as my own curious self. Um, as an acupuncturist, and, and maybe you know this, maybe you don't, I have seen images of, the, of there being specific points like along the penis and within the vaginal canal that are acupressure points um, that that can stimulate greater health, which is why the actual practice of sex in and of itself, when we bring conscious awareness and a sort of energetic alignment to it, can lead to deep healing. Can you validate that for me, or can you can you like talk more about that? Is that in your wheelhouse? Yeah, it's in my wheelhouse. I got a, a, a ton up there. <laughs> yes, awesome. Let's talk, let's do it. Okay, well, I would relate it to the fact that um, every part of your body is a mirror for your internal organs and your whole body, basically. So there's Chinese um, ear acupuncture. And within the ear, there's a map for the whole body, the internal organs, and it's all kind of fits in there inside the ear, just as there is on the hand, the soles Mm -hmm. of the feet. And in certain systems of acupuncture, you can use... Um, say the elbow to treat the knee because they're they're kind of similar reflections of each other. Mm. So the genitals are incredibly powerful parts of the body that hold a lot of energy, a lot of chi, and just like the ear or the hand, which are also very very powerful, very sensitive parts of the body, um, you can affect healing on the rest of the body by uh, pressing different points, you know, on your genitals. Um, this is something that I think is amazing to study as self-study, you know, uh, something amazing to try on your own or with your partner. And it really kind of blows the top off uh, the way that most of us look at sexuality or have kind of shamed our sex organs. Yeah. I, I mean, when I first saw that chart, I was like, of course, you know, because I've been on this journey for many, many years, but I had not um, and surprisingly enough, I had not like seen it just like so mapped out like that. And for me, that's that's sort of the next level of my study is like really getting to know these different pathways. I think it's fascinating. You know, this is where my science geek comes in. I'm just like, wow, that's so cool. Um, 
but I, I think too, you know, to, to then correlate, you know, we were talking a little bit before this interview, um, before we started recording about, I, I was working with an acupuncturist in Colorado who said that acupuncture really at its core and its foundation, it's designed to help bring us into the highest version of ourselves. Um, and I believe that's true of all healing modalities that are truly healing modalities. Um, and especially sex, like I would love to hear, and I'd love to hear you just talk about that a little bit. Like how can this sexual practice really bring us to higher states of spiritual awareness? Yeah, and and that is the meeting point between sexuality or tantra, sacred sexuality and acupuncture is that both are their preventative medicine. So acupuncture, the way that it's been used for three to 4,000 years is preventative medicine where you don't go to the doctor once you're already sick, you go to the doctor to stay well. And because of that, um, that idea of staying well, that allows you to reach for higher states of your own evolution. And that allows you to have the kind of bandwidth to grow beyond just your basic level of, of homeostasis. Like I'm either sick or I'm okay. And sexuality also, there's different levels to which we can be using our sexuality. There's uh, pleasure, there's procreation, there's, um, you know, energy release or frustration release. <laughs> and then there's the higher levels that are more, um, more involved with learning how to cultivate energy, learning how to use pleasure, to use sexual energy as something that actually can heal us. And, um, Acupuncture is similar to that in, in where it, it, uh, it attunes us to the higher frequencies of life. And there's something really similar in sexual energy to where we, when we learn how to cultivate more of this pleasure energy and we can hold a higher charge of electricity in our nervous system by extending orgasm and by deepening the levels to which we're able to feel sensation. Um, it actually makes us alive and awake to more of reality. I couldn't agree more. I think it's it's such a it's a phenomenal practice. Um, and if you're not already on this journey, those of you who are listening, of really elevating your sexual practice to a spiritual practice, I would highly recommend it. Um, there's lots of skilled practitioners out there who can support you in that in that practice. Miriam is clearly one of them. That's some of the work that I do with my clients as well. I think it's it's really to be able to to elevate. Um, to elevate this practice I and mean, there's there's so much beauty in the world and we are here in physical form um not to transcend the physical form and leave it behind i mean inevitably we do but to be able to integrate that transcending into this physical experience that's that's my belief anyway you know like we wouldn't have come here and put skin on if if we didn't want to experience life through this body right right and that's something I see happening more and more with those those that are on the spiritual awakening path is there seems to be this movement of, okay, you know, we've we've been the monk on the hilltop. We've been the, mm -hmm. the monk on the hilltop meditating in the cave. You can only go so far with that. You can experience personal feelings of enlightenment or transcendence, but the real work is to come down into the village and then you realize, oh, wow, maybe I'm not as enlightened as I thought I was because I'm getting triggered. I'm feeling mm -hmm. anger. They say if you think you're enlightened, spend a week with your family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Ramdas said that. Yeah, 
Yeah, getting back to the root of things and and integrating your higher nature with your essential or even animal nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's big work. It's big work. And I think it's, you know, those of us who are on a spiritual journey, I think that's part, you you, you spoke earlier on in the conversation about that, that shadow side and being willing to really navigate it, being willing to look at the places where we may have experienced shame or where we may have somewhere along the line been made to believe that there's like a wrong or a right in it, you know? Um, I think being really able to approach these, these topics that maybe have been a little bit more obscured, have been a little bit more in the shadows like sexuality to be able to explore with deep curiosity and just like, what, what is here? Like why why did this get so obscured? You know, why, why did this label get put onto it? Right. Right. And that's, that's something that actually brings me to my fascination with, with Tantra, Tantra, lineage Tantra, the way that it, that it was brought to me um, was about not being able to deny any parts of yourself and Mm -hmm. something that is something that is denied by society, something that is labeled as dangerous is actually powerful. And the reason why it's labeled as dangerous is because most common people without training aren't to be trusted with power because there's the fear that our, our egos will use it as greed or will use it to hurt other people. Mm-hmm. And there's something really real to this. I mean, look at the state of the world today. There's, you know, not everyone's to be trusted with power, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But then actually learning, okay, the reason why there's such a taboo around sexuality is because it's the most powerful energy we as humans have access to, um, you know, next to God. In fact, it's seen as being a, a doorway or, um, you know, a, a conduit, so to speak, of divine energy. Um, so because of this, how do we use it in a way that doesn't harm us to the people around us? Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh, thank you. You heard it, folks. You said it. Um, yeah, it's, that, is, that is so correct. Um, and I think that it is such an important question because when we aren't conscious of how we wield our sexual energy, we can do massive harm both to ourselves and to other people. And we're seeing that. I mean, that's the, that's the head of the zit that's coming out and popping right now all over the place is there has been a lot of lack of conscious awareness of where we are even at in our own bodies and in our relationship to this, I would agree with you, the most powerful energy. I mean, this is the energy that, this is the only energy that has the power to create another life. Right. You talk about power. There's, there's something to that. And, and deserves acknowledgement as such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well, Miriam, I really, I want to honor um, your time. I wish we had more time today to, to dive deeper. I think you and I could go some really interesting places in, in this topic. I think we have, um, we share a lot of the, the same awareness and, and, and practices in this world. I want to thank you so much for for taking the time out of your day to come and be on the show today and to share some of your wisdom with us. Um, Again, find her, miriamelise.com it was, and and Pleasure as Medicine on social media. Before before we sign off, is there, you know, if there's like one, one tidbit you could give our, our listeners if they, if they're, hearing all of this and they're like, wow, I really, I really want to 
I want to experience this, but I don't even know where to start. Um, you know, what, what would you say to someone in that place? Yeah. Thanks for asking. I was actually, I was, I was feeling after we were talking about sexual energy being the most powerful force we have and then kind of leaving people hanging like, okay, great. Now what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what <do I> do? <laughs> um, and and it's really an amazing thing to work with a practitioner of what what I consider to be lineage tantra or not necessarily neo tantra. Um, not that there's not value in neo tantra, which focuses more on sexuality. There's there still can be value in that. Um, but what I find to be the most uh, transformative and, and in alignment with with um, using sexuality for the purposes of, of human advancement and evolution to work with somebody who knows Tantra yoga and knows mm-hmm. how to, um, or even to read a book about the different chakras and how the developmental centers of your body are actually connected to uh, places in your brain where you develop and, and trauma at any level of development is going to lodge itself in your mind and in your body. And so for me, for example, I had um, a weakness in my third chakra, which is, you know, my, my core, that's mm-hmm. my healthy boundaries, my motivation, my willpower, my healthy sense of self. I had a big weakness there. And I, I did uh, four Tantra yoga teacher trainings in which I started assisting in them. And it, it taught me that it, the focus was on the core, the first three chakras, and the core was really a place where I learned how to hold my sexual energy in a way that felt healthy and in a way that I could feel clean being a, a teacher, so to speak, or a guide to other people holding their sexual energy. Mm. Uh, oh my God, that is so important. It's so important. <laughs> it's so important. It's yeah. It claims to be a tantric. It's important that they know how to keep their energy clean. Yes. And what sexual energy does, we don't, not that we're bad people, but what it does kind of innately is it put, puts hooks out, kind of like we're dragging hooks along, along the ground, leaking our sexual energy. And people get caught on those hooks because they're drawn to us. There's mm-hmm. magnetism in our eyes. The more sexual energy you have, the more magnetism you have naturally exuding out of you. And to know what that is, to use it you know, in a way that's what's in the best and highest good for all beings evolved. Um, and that really means you have to anchor this power in your heart. You have to, you have to anchor this power in a place where you know that you're not going to use it for ego gratification. Um, and it's, it's really a beautiful thing to start studying yourself in terms of using the chakras as kind of a view inward to see, okay, where am I blocked? Where am I weak? Where am I, where's there too much energy in me? And really start with kind of balancing out this um, life force energy running through you. Yes. Yes to everything you just said. I totally love you. And I'm like completely in agreement with what you are preaching because yes, that is so and I think that's the piece of, you know, bringing conscious awareness to how we're wielding our sexual energy because of those hooks, because we're not even aware of what we're, what we're dragging along around us and outside of us. And it has an effect and we need to start bringing some awareness to that. So what are some of your favorite books for someone who's listening, um, you know, to maybe just start getting a taste of that? Yeah. My favorite book that I, um, 
guide everybody to is called Kundalini Tantra. And it's, it's from Bihar School of Yoga. Um, and it's a red book with an image of a serpent swallowing its tail on the, on the cover. Mm. And it's, um, it's a really basic book that goes into each chakra and talks about the meaning of it, the manifestations of, of each developmental center. And then it has yoga, yogic and um, pranayama breathing exercises you can do to help kind of activate those different chakras. And I like to deal with sexuality and tantra somewhere in the bridge between this kind of nerdy traditional chakra-based tantra and um, sexual tantra. I like to kind of bridge because I think one is incomplete without the other. And most people in the West are really curious about the sexual aspects of it. Um, so this book is a really great place to start, to start understanding your body and your mind in terms of the chakras. Awesome. And it was called Kundalini Tantra. Yes. And it's by Swami. Oh boy. It's by, no, <laughs> it's by Satyananda Sarasvati. Kundalini oh. Tantra. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Like I said, like, I think you and I could really dive deep on some of these topics and have some phenomenal conversations. This has been one of those phenomenal conversations. I'm always so thrilled with the people who are coming on this show and, and the places that we get to explore together. Um, thank you for being you, for doing this courageous work in the world and for helping to do your part to really lift all of us up to another level of of evolution it's so needed right now in the world mm, and thank you so much for yourself you and your work that you do too it's it's been really really nice having a conversation with a like mind yeah likewise and to all of our listeners out there um it's been a it's been a short show today and i wish we could have more of miriam but time is what it is and i still haven't figured out that like making it longer adding you know more hours to the day piece of of all of this not yet i haven't i haven't mastered that superpower yet um coming close though yeah coming close that and teletransportation those are the two i'm working hardest on um but until next time go out and love yourself so that you can love the world more deeply many blessings are you ready to discover your superpowers go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today